June 22nd, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Grant Haver is off today. Our top story, Ukraine's military said it was attacking Russian infrastructure on Snake Island, south of Odessa. Recent strikes offshore suggest that Ukrainian forces are beginning to employ more powerful Western weapons. The Ukrainian military's Southern Command said late Tuesday that it was using various forces and methods of destruction to attack Russian infrastructure on Snake Island, a speck of land south of Odessa that is critical to efforts to control the Black Sea. On Wednesday morning, the military said it had destroyed a Russian air defense system, radar installation, and vehicles on the island, though the Russian Ministry of Defense said it had thwarted the attack. Moscow warned Tuesday that Lithuania would face serious consequences for barring the transit of EU-sanctioned goods through its territory to Kaliningrad, the Russian enclave that serves as headquarters to Moscow's Baltic Sea Fleet, but has no land bridge to the rest of the country. Lithuania, one of the Baltic states that have been among Ukraine's staunchest supporters, has said it is implementing European Union sanctions that will restrict supply lines to the region, drawing fierce condemnation from the Kremlin, which described the decision as unprecedented and hostile, summoning the EU's top diplomat in Moscow to object. Ukraine's defense of Lashanks, the last city in the Luhansk region it still holds, just became a lot more tenuous. In the last couple of days, the Russians have advanced into several villages south of Lashanks, though not without sustaining losses from Ukrainian artillery fire. Indeed, the Ukrainian military claims that some Russian battalion tactical groups are being consolidated or withdrawn to restore their combat capabilities. The settlements that Ukrainian officials confirmed as lost Wednesday are all on the western Seversky Donets riverbank within 10 kilometers of the southern outskirts of Lashanks. Elsewhere, President Joe Biden will call on Congress in a speech Wednesday to suspend federal gasoline and diesel taxes until the end of September, senior administration officials said, framing the move as necessary to provide relief to American consumers, but itself not enough to resolve the problem of surging energy prices. Biden will also call on states to take steps removing their own taxes on gas and diesel. And he'll tell oil refining companies to increase their capacity ahead of their planned meeting this week with administration officials. A federal gas tax suspension alone won't fix the problems we face, but it will provide families a little breathing room as we continue working to bring down prices for the long haul, one senior administration official told reporters. The Senate on Tuesday cleared the first hurdle to passing a bipartisan measure aimed at keeping firearms out of the hands of dangerous people, agreeing to take up a compromise bill whose enactment would break a years-long stalemate over federal legislation to address gun violence. While the bill falls short of the sweeping gun control measures Democrats have long demanded, its approval would amount to the most significant action in decades to overhaul the nation's gun laws. A powerful earthquake has killed at least 920 people, and left hundreds more injured in Afghanistan, Taliban officials have said. The 5.9 magnitude quake struck about 28 miles southwest of the city of Khost, in the country's southeast. The earthquake was felt in Kabul, 
the Afghan capital, and across the northern part of neighboring Pakistan. The USGS says that a second quake of 4.5 magnitude struck about 30 miles southwest of coast about an hour later. In the weeks after the 2020 presidential election, Donald Trump engaged in an unrelenting campaign targeting state and local officials, many of them fellow Republicans, riling up his supporters and putting in physical danger officials who refused to help overturn his election loss, according to new information outlined Tuesday by the House Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. The Committee Tuesday disclosed new evidence of Trump's personal involvement in one element of the effort to overturn the election. Rona McDaniel, the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, testified that Trump himself called to ask for the party's help organizing the false elector strategy. McDaniel's testimony offered the first evidence of Trump's direct ties to the fake electors' plot. And in lighter news today, an Idaho man teamed up with his brother-in-law and a homemade catapult to break a Guinness World Record for catching marshmallows in his mouth. The men constructed a homemade catapult from household items and more used it to launch marshmallows into Rush's mouth. Rush was able to catch 59 of the launched marshmallows in one minute, beating the record of 47. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Go to the dsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Later today, David Rothkopf, Rosa Brooks, and Ed Luce will discuss the latest from the January 6th Commission hearings. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>